0: The Florida Gators just had one of the biggest summer recruiting days that I've ever seen. We're going to talk about it here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Monday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants, Country, NFL 33, and every day on Locked On Gators. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. We're going to talk about the four commits that Billy Napier got on Saturday. We're going to talk about the more commits that Billy Napier could be getting today. But first, we're talking about how Saturday started. Because it started really bad. And then it got really good. Florida Gators on Saturday started their day by losing Austin Simmons. Austin Simmons, of course, is a 2025 Florida Gators quarterback commit who flipped from Florida to Ole Miss. And on top of that, he reclassified to the 2023 class. Here's the thing. Uh, Austin Simmons was always expected to reclassify to 2023. When he initially committed to Florida, he said, you know, today I'm just going to enjoy my commitment and I'll worry about the potential reclassification later. Great job. That's fine. Then we got closer and closer and it just kept increasingly felt like, okay, Austin Simmons is going to reclassify to the 2023 class. And, Then, of course, Saturday happened, and he flipped and reclassified. And here's the important part, at least to me, I think here's the important part to acknowledge about the Austin Simmons situation. Same way with the Jaden Rashada situation. We will never know exactly what happened. I think a lot of us that cover the Gators know what happened, mostly with Jaden Rashada, but we will never know exactly what happened because on all sides, there's reason to deny things. So we will never know exactly what happened. And I'm going to tell you what I think happened, but I'm first going to say that when I say Simmons for the next few minutes, I don't mean Austin Simmons specifically I mean, his camp, whether that's him, whether that's his dad, whether that's his mom, just his camp, his representation, whoever's making the decisions for him, whether that's him or someone else. Okay. But here's what I think from what I'm piecing together is Austin Simmons commits to Florida. He wants to be a Florida Gator. Will he reclassify to 2023 or not up in the air? We know that Napier wants him to. Austin Simmons takes his visit to Ole Miss. And Ole Miss gains some traction. And by some, I mean a good bit of traction. And Austin Simmons wants more NIL. Whether that's Austin Simmons or Austin Simmons' dad or his mom, the Simmons camp wants more NIL money. Then, Austin Simmons visits Florida. And is in good standing with the Gators. 2024 schedule comes out and adds a little bit of fear to the Simmons camp. Okay? Reporters leak that Austin Simmons is going to reclassify, which was always the plan, but the timeline was the end of June, beginning of July. And I'm saying reporters because I know that a lot of people want to go right after Josh Newberg and on three. I have done the same before, but I will say the first person that I saw report it was a Florida-specific reporter, not a Florida state reporter. And I will also say that if you reported it, you are no better. You do not get to cast... Blame you do not get to throw stones here, so okay. So I'll say that reporters leak pisses off the family, is my understanding. Okay, now here's where it's kind of like we don't really know what happened, but my assumption is family got pretty miffed and almost slides back into the picture and they finish the job right there. And here's the thing, I totally understand what Austin Simmons' dad said. Um, I think, David, I apologize if I got that wrong, but I don't really apologize because I don't care that much. But I understand what Austin Simmons' dad said, and that led a lot of Florida Gators fans to then go, we don't want him anyway. Um, I, I understand, like his dad said, like, you know, the schedule is brutal, the Gators want DJ Lagway, which kind of made it seem like, We don't want the competition, which is totally fair. But here's the thing. Those are Austin Simmons' dad's words, not Austin Simmons' words. And so much of this recruitment was Austin Simmons' dad is doing this. Austin Simmons' dad is doing that. Then it's silly for Austin Simmons' dad to say something and then for all of us to just go, it's Austin Simmons scared of competition. That's that's silly in my opinion. What I will say is I'm not going to say austin simmons was scared of competition i'm going to say that his dad was scared and his dad had some sway in the decision at the very least okay that's what i say austin simmons dad said what he said i'm not going to say that's how austin simmons feels but guess what papa simmons you were scared of the Florida Gators' tough schedule in 2024, which is arguably going to be the toughest schedule that we've maybe ever seen in college football with 11 Power Five programs and obviously a lot of them in the SEC. Okay. You were scared of that tough schedule. Now, though, in 2024, Because you were scared of the tough schedule. You went to Ole Miss. Now, here's the fun part. You hottie toddy losers have to come to the Swamp. And you know how it is in the Swamp. Utah found out how it was in the Swamp last year. You run up, you get done up. It's as simple as that. So we'll see you in 2024. Get your popcorn ready. Um, Because I don't care. And and here's the thing. I I hold nothing against Austin Simmons here because I generally and genuinely don't care. I'm very much the type to say, as long as the kid does whatever they think is best for them and whatever they think is right for them, I wish nothing but the best for you. Okay? But you chose to go to Ole Miss for some reason, and now you're the op. So I, I want the Florida Gators to just smoke Ole Miss in 2024. Like there, there's no other way for me to put that because that, that's just how I feel. It's also for me, I think it's important to acknowledge that for all the Florida Gators fans that are like Austin Simmons is scared of competition because of what his dad said. Here's the thing. If Austin Simmons was going from Ole Miss to Florida and his dad said that, and you might be mad about it, right? But if Austin Simmons works out, whether it's at Florida or at Ole Miss, you wouldn't care what his dad said. Like, that's why I hate the revisionist part of going, well, he's scared of competition. He might be. But if he worked out, if he played well, if he becomes a Heisman winner, you're going to sit here. If he's a Heisman winner at Ole Miss, Florida Gators fans are going to sit here and go, we had him. We had him, and we couldn't close it. So I don't care about that revisionist part, especially because his dad said it, not him. But that being said, I'm looking towards bigger and better things, and I'm looking towards things that will help the Florida Gators actually win with the four commits that they landed on Saturday. But first, today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The official sports book of Locked On and the best sports book that you're ever gonna see. I'm gonna pull up the parlay that I smashed yesterday because back to back days now I've picked four players to just get hits and it's cashed back to back days. So I'm gonna keep doing it until it doesn't work because that's how things work. That's, that's that's how you should approach things. So I'm gonna keep doing it until it doesn't work. But it was free money. I can't find it because I made so many. Here it is. It was Austin Hayes and Dance v. Swanson. Bo Bichette and Corey Seager, all that plus 225 odds, easy money, free money. Go to fanduel.com slash locked on, get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. If your first bet misses that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. And now we're talking about the positives for the Florida Gators, the additions by addition for the Florida Gators with their four, four, four four-star commits that they earned on Saturday. And I'm going here in chronological order, because now Florida Gators have the number eight class in the nation, according to 24-7, number three, according to on three. But Florida added... The first guy was Amir Jackson, who he's an athlete. He's a number eight athlete in the country, number 108 player overall, six foot four, 223 pounds. He's going to play tight end. I said this on today's episode of Lockdown SEC. I think that, again, like I haven't spoken to Amir. I haven't spoken to anybody in his family. I don't know what happened specifically on the visit, but I will say from what we've pieced together from Florida having other tight ends on campus like Jonathan Eccles and Caleb Odom, uh, who is going to play wide receiver, but they showed him Kyle Pitts tape, is that I would assume Billy Napier showed Amir Jackson and Russ Callaway showed Amir Jackson Kyle Pitts tape. Uh, I would imagine that they were like, hey, this is how we want to use you this is the kind of guy we think you can be. And this is how, this is the way that we're going to kind of modernize the offensive is we're still going to have 12 personnel, but you are a receiver tight end style where we're going to put you in flexed into the slot, kind of like how the chiefs use Travis Kelsey and how Kyle Pitts will probably be used by the Atlanta Falcons in this coming season. Amir Jackson then committed to the Florida Gators on Saturday and Amir Jackson on Sunday, Announced that his commitment was shut down. His recruitment was shut down. He canceled all his visits. Miami. Canceled all his visits and is going to be a Florida Gator. I will say, this is so Brandon Carroll was here earlier this week or was here last week. And he said, hey, Gators fans, be a little patient. Like, just be patient. The staff is doing their work. Maybe you'll get some good news this weekend. And then we got a lot of good news this weekend. Um, but I will say it's funny that it was Billy Napier can't get commits while they're on campus and then lost Austin Simmons and said, all right, well, now I'm pissed off. And now I'm just going to get all the commits on campus. So I got four commits. Um, and remember when some of you crybabies were in the comments last week and the week before that? Amir Jackson's not going to be a Florida Gator. Way, He's never, cons- never going to consider the Florida Gators. way. You look dumb now, don't you? So Amir Jackson, committed to the Florida Gators, shuts down his recruitment, and we can feel pretty comfortable about him remaining with the Florida Gators unless something happens or another big program comes into the picture, and he's like, hey, maybe, but for now, safe, okay? Then shortly after that, or a few hours after that, you get Amaris Williams. Um, Amaris Williams... Four-star defensive lineman from Clinton, North Carolina, which is again that same area that Florida's kind of picked up some steam in. And Amaris Williams commits to the Florida Gators there. North Carolina, four-star defensive lineman, 6'3, 270. My expectation is that he's going to be one of those guys who plays the F, which is what Florida calls that defensive end spot that Prince Leuman Yellen played. Or I don't think he's gonna to come to the three tech. I think he's more likely to go to the F or to the edge, but a lot of that also depends on just how his body develops and how he builds out for the next you know year or so. But Amaris Williams, huge ad, one that I really didn't think was gonna to happen today, or well, this weekend. So one that I really didn't think was gonna happen this weekend. Then you got Nasir Johnson, who is a six foot four, six foot five, three hundred pound defensive lineman. That can do backflips. Like this is a fantastic athlete to add to the bunch. 30th defensive lineman in the country. Amaris Williams is 23rd defensive lineman in the country. Just big adds. Like this is Florida adding just multiple top 250 recruits to their class in one day. One day, Florida added four top 250 commits. To their class, Lane Kiffin, you have three for the entire twenty twenty four class. Yikes, Hottie toddy, that one, Lane. Then Florida wraps up the night with a big one in Aaron Childs, who is in who was of the four that committed on Saturday. Aaron Childs is the highest ranked. Aaron Childs is now the fifth highest ranked commit for the Florida Gators class. He is number 80 nationally, number six linebacker in the country, and the number one player in the state of Maryland, which is yet another sign of Jay Bateman specifically going to the DMV and finding success, whether it's Aaron Charles here. We'll see Chris Jones. Honestly, we'll talk about that later this week. I don't know if... Florida still has a committable offer for him because there's some, uh, we'll say momentum here with Jamonta Waller. So it's like, I don't know if Chris Jones still has a committable offer at this point. We'll, we'll eventually find out, but that's definitely something to discuss, especially with the linebacker talent you've already got committed here. But Aaron Childs, the huge ad six foot three, 220 pounds. We're going to talk with Brian Smith about that this week. Cause How could you not? But, like, this is Florida just absolutely answering the question. This is Billy Napier answering the bell. Because so many Florida Gators fans, after losing Austin Simmons, were already on Twitter. Noon, fire Billy. Get rid of Billy. He can't get it done. He can't do this. He can't do that. Mm. He answered that. I mean – it, it's crazy. Maybach Billy. I know they want to call him that. That's what they're going for now. Hey, cool. Do it. Commit to Maybach Billy. Commit to m- m- Maybach music. Like, just, just get him. Maybach Billy. That's what we're doing now. Like, I'm, I, I'll i do it. I don't care. I have no shame whatsoever. I could stone cold on Saturday. Uh, but this is just Florida continuing to build momentum. And you can continue to add more. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free reviews in listen to the podcast. Make sure to join the Lockdown Gators Discord. Links in the description below. We have an absolute blast in there. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, review. It's greatly appreciated. Want to get to 5,000 before the Utah game. But you've got even more potential commits now for the Florida Gators, for the 2024 class, that could commit today, this week. It's huge. You look at Marcus Maskell, for one, who I'm going to pull up his exact numbers that he's, got, that he's listed at right now, but you look at Marcus Maskell, the offensive tackle who was on campus last week, six foot four and a half, 290 pounds, it's down to pretty much LSU and Florida. For a while, even before Maskell took his visit to Florida, it felt like LSU, Florida, and NC State were the three most likely. NC State has a terrific track record of developing athletic offensive linemen. To the NFL, so I get it. Marcus Mascolo after his visit, after his official visit to Florida, it kind of thinned out a little bit after Maskell took his visit to Florida. It kind of felt like okay, LSU and Florida, and we don't have a time for his commitment yet, or at least at the time of recording, we just know it's today. I'm recording right before the Gators play Oral Roberts in the world series. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, But Florida during his official visit for Marcus Maskwell, did a ton of work on him. Like they made a ton of ground here. And that's something that they they've done consistently. Like these commits keep leaving these visits or these recruits keep leaving these visits and they keep ranting and raving about this coaching staff where they're like, you know, they didn't even push me that hard. It was just showing me what life is like in Gainesville and the time that I could have, over the next four years, if I commit and offensive linemen specifically have come in and left visits with, you know, Rob sale, Darnell Stapleton. They sat down with me. They showed me film. They showed me where I can improve. Like they're already working on coaching me up. And it's a just Bravo approach. And I understand Florida Gators fans have been kind of unhappy with offensive line recruiting, including the two commits for 2024. But Marcus Maskell is a huge potential addition to this team and this class and not done yet on the offensive line. If Maskell does commit, even if he doesn't commit, obviously not done yet on the offensive line on the defensive line. I am so sorry for the pronunciation of his name, but Mikai Boiro, I mean, defensive lineman, uh, his top eight from May was Florida, Auburn, Georgia, or if you want the exact order from the graphic, Auburn, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas, Texas A&M were his top eight alphabetical order. It wasn't ranked in any way. Those were his top eight. Florida made significant momentum over the past few weeks. After his official visit to Florida, uh Boyer Boyro tweeted, uh, I'm canceling my visit to Michigan on June 23rd, which Florida Gators fans, I'll tell you in a sec. I, I've, my, Burrow cancels his visit. He said, I'm canceling my visit to Michigan on June 23rd, but he did take his Georgia visit this past weekend. I'm assuming that means Michigan is definitely out. And I'm assuming that means it's Georgia and Florida at this point. I think, personally, I think it's Florida. Anything could happen. Again, this is Sunday evening, so... Anything could happen with his Georgia visit wrapping up today, but I think it's Florida. And when you find out officially what's happening this weekend, June 23rd weekend, I think you'll find out why Boiro canceled his visit this weekend to Michigan and why he chose to commit today, June 19th. That's why I think it's Florida. You'll find out when you find out what's happening this weekend. Then Florida also has, a few other players that they're in on and they've got significant momentum on Teddy Foster is one of them, a defensive back out of Sarasota Uh, Cardinal Mooney just completely overlooked. And Brian Smith last week was even like, Hey, he's a freak athlete, but he's clearly playing in a lower class compared to like, he's clearly the best of the worst class. And so that gives teams some hesitancy because it's like, how much is you and how much is it about who you're actually playing against that makes you look great. Um, that's at least what the hesitancy has been in the recruiting world, according to Brian. Significant momentum made here. Uh, I think I think 24-7 put in a crystal ball for Teddy Foster. Uh, maybe he was on three. But Chance Robinson, Miami commit. Florida's got significant momentum with him, and Florida could be pushing to close that. TJ Abrams, Tawaski Abrams, wide receiver, Florida State commit. Florida could be making it happen. I mean, look, TJ Abrams on Saturday night Before Aaron Childs committed, TJ Abrams tweeted uh, four commits in one day. Him knowing there's a fourth commit to me makes me think, okay, Aaron Childs is a commit. But Tawaski Abrams tweeting about it also and then retweeting what Coach Decker tweeted um, makes me feel pretty good about where Florida stands with Tawaski Abrams right now. You got even, like, there's a lot of possibilities for 2024. And we'll see what really happens. But this Florida Gators class is filling up and shaping up rather quickly. And look, I even made the joke earlier, or late last week, where I was like, you know, so many of us were like, oh, June June is going to be a crazy month for the Florida Gators. Um, And then I made fun of it, because it's like, we said that halfway through June, there was not much, but things... Heated up uh we're going to talk about all that and so much more later this week on lockdown gators but for now thank you for making lockdown gators your first listen of the day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcast. we'll be back tomorrow we might be back later today if there's commitments if i'm um, available we'll see but for your second listen check out lockdown sec host by chris gordy i was there for today's episode we talked about this it was fun i got to talk even more trash about ole miss it's a great time um, but for Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Wilson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with whole nine sports giants, country, NFL 33. And I will see all of you tomorrow.